0: JV Sportsroom, as usual, your boy, Jay Dino, the other half of the team behind the scenes, my man, Vince. Yeah. I'm holding down the Kobe Corner this time because, uh, as promised, we're bringing you guys NFC East content this week. Um, got my own section. So, uh, in the
1: starting center spot, Big Body Boy himself yeah. representing them Eagles. her gang, baby. Big J, Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. We out here. NFC East. Let's break it down. Mm-hmm.
0: Told y'all it was coming. Uh, Couldn't get my man in here, so we got him on the Zoom down there. Where the Dallas Cowboys going to be all season. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry, Jarvis. Um, Jarvis back on the show. Yo, yo. (laughs) That was good. And obviously, over in the host spot. So I'm going to turn it over to the host spot. My man, Jay Money, holding it down for this show.
2: Yeah, they done gave your boy the keys to the whip. (laughs) <laughs> I'm ready to do this. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, man. So we out here for the NFC East. That's what it is. So, you know, we're going to just start off like this, man. We always start at the top, right? So last year, let's break down the uh, standards from the NFC East, right? Cowboys 12 and 5. Eagles 9 and 8. Yep, Commanders 7 and 10. And, fortunately, your boys. And we was tanking that. <laughs> <man. laughs> yeah. yeah, two first-round picks in the yeah, top man. 10. It turned out so, so, Jarvis, man, talk to me, man. Last year, rough ending, of course, by your boy squad. 23-17 <laughs> loss in the wild card. We dealt with that, so we're going to leave it alone. This offseason, you had a, you know, interesting offseason, some changes, some people left. Mm-hmm. Cooper, gone, went out to Cleveland, Randy Gregory, he's gone. Uh, so, talk to me about your offseason. I know last year you disappointed about your coach, McCarthy. He's back again. Let's touch that a little bit. <laughs> What do you see? You got appreciate
3: that, man. Um, well, I just want to thank y'all for uh, having me back on the show, man. First of all, um, y'all see my background. I just want to remind y'all, five-time Super Bowl champion Cowboys. Um
1: <laughs> it's dude, loud and McCarthy
3: clear. On the hot seat, man. McCarthy's on the hot seat coming into the year. Um, first year he went six and ten. Granted, Dak Prescott got hurt. Um, last year twelve and five. We swept the NFC East. Swept. The NFC East, <laughs> I beat. Tell <It's> them good. <laughs> Before, you know, taking a crap uh, to an overambitious 49ers team in the first round of playoffs. I mean, the boys came out, they showed they were hungry, and um, I mean, their playoff run showed that. So uh, we definitely were the favorites and that we got upset. But uh, like you said, Jason, we did have some moves. We lost Amari Cooper, um, had some other moves where we lost people, but we did address that in the draft. Uh, We drafted Tyler Smith in the first round, offensive tackle. He's looking like he's gonna be a starting guard and moving guard he might start as a rookie this year. Uh, So that was huge in the first round. We got to catch Sam Williams, a defensive end, um, which addressed the Gregory loss in the second round. And then the sleeper pick was Jalen Tolbert we got in the third round. Uh, He was a steal at pick 88. Uh, This guy, man, he had seven 100 yard games last year. 1,474 yards on the season and eight touchdowns. Um, He was a steal at at 88. He had 143 yards against Tennessee, showing he can play with the big boys in the SEC, even though he went to uh, Southern Alabama University. Yeah. I mean, he was a steal, man. And I I think that he's going to address that uh, Mari Cooper lead. We just need CeeDee Lamb to show that he's number one receiver.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that Jalen Tober pick, man. You know, six foot, 390 pounds. uh... You know, he could be a major, like, yards after the catch weapon for you guys. So we'll see how he steps in. You still got Gallup coming in, which a lot of people sleep on. You know, it's a lot of talent there. You uh, brought in James Washington as well. So, I mean, it's it's definitely interesting. You got the pieces there. You got an overpriced running back in Zeke. You know, um, You know, he's better earn that money this year. You know, I uh, like your boy Pollard, though, man. I think uh, that's, that's another little uh, potential key weapon for your offense that could really uh, take the next step this year
1: couple more stats
3: real quick guys uh let's not just talk about our offense like it was just trash uh let's just put things in perspective here number one scoring offense in the nfl last year dax prescott had 37 titties and only threw 10 interceptions on the season zeke was the seventh leading rusher and he was injured so i mean i mean zeke's not washed yet uh i've seen him in oh. training cap he looks good He's out there moving real good, he was hurt all season last year, and he still finished seventh in rushing. so um I like Pollard also. I think Pollard's a great running back, and I think we'll have a, a dual-headed combo. Um, we're, we're, the outlook's good for the year, and we uh caused the most turnovers in the league last year. Let's not forget that. so yeah, um, I predict that's to be 12 and five I predict that's to go 13 and four, 12 and five somewhere in that area, win the NFC east again. Um, and this time have a deeper push in the playoffs.
1: My, my, my only question mark with the Cowboys, well, multiple question marks, but my only question mark that the glaring question mark for me is, you know, you mentioned the offensive production last year, but that was with the Marty Cooper. Mari Cooper leaving was a, it's a big loss. I mean, that was the security blanket for Dak Prescott. Also, with that late season injury with Michael Gallup, how how late into the season is he going to be ready and, and involved? and putting a lot of pressure on a young, small school wide receiver. You know, we mentioned Jalen Tober, who I like as well. I I, I attest to that. I do like him as well. That's a lot of pressure coming in, stepping into pretty much going to get a big role right away. Because you also have Dalton Schultz, who still has his little injury question marks, and he was another security blanket of Dak Prescott. So I think there's going to be some pieces that are going to be in and out. Not only injury,
0: uh, but also Dalton Schultz, he's still in contract negotiations as well. So he's not even locked in just yet.
1: Yeah, so, so so a lot of pieces that are not locked in, locked in right, You know, maybe in the beginning of the season or into training camp, and it's going to take some time for that chemistry to go. You say 12 wins. I mean, 12 wins last year. There wasn't a big improvement in, in the division as a whole, but losing to Mark is big. I, I'm a big, I mean, yes, Cowboys, I, we go back and forth for years, but I do like CeeDee Lamb as a true number one. Uh, now let's see him with, the, with, the, with Unleashed, being able to move multiple positions, play on the outside, play in the slot a little bit, very explosive uh wide receiver. Uh again, 12 wins is a lot. I said it last show. I'm taking the under on that one, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's just not me being you know, a giant fan. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, you you guys, you guys took advantage of a very vulnerable, vulnerable division. V- very vulnerable division, but at the same time, you took you you. you the, the the rate that your defense was playing at last year is unsustainable to me. The the amount of interceptions that, that uh Diggs was getting and you know, yes, the Michael Parsons edition in year two of him is gonna be great. But you know, losing some pieces, division's getting better. I don't know if that defense is gonna be defense is winning you guys game, keeping you in games. Uh we'll see with the offense twelve is is, is a good number though.
2: You know, speaking of diggs too, uh uh he uh Although he has so many interceptions, the dude lets up a lot of yards. And that's because he plays outside when he plays corner, mm-hmm. you know, versus like a Rams who plays inside on you and just shuts you down. Um, but because you play outside, you take a lot of chances. And, you're, and and by taking those chances, you got high risk where you get in, them picks, you, what, you get them in the, the picks. And that's what get. So them in like the playoffs. So I like to see Diggs kind of like tune up his game a little bit right. to be more balanced because, you know, those numbers look good with the interceptions, you know, but – Try to be play that shutdown person for your team. Be that true number one cornerback that where you got quarterbacks scared to throw in your side. Now, Micah, I'm not questioning that guy for that. At all. That dude's a beast.
3: <laughs> but guys, let's remember Diggs was a rookie. So I mean, it's a sophomore campaign here. Um, I mean, teams have had more time to watch film on him, yes. Try to figure out tendencies, yes. But I mean I mean that that production rate as a
0: rookie is just phenomenal. It's phenomenal, but he set the bar very, very high. He's got to meet that bar at least again this year. Yeah, and, and he's got to he's got to not give up those kind of plays in the playoffs so that they don't get knocked out in the first round again. Yeah. That's if you guys make it to the playoffs.
1: Uh, and, and let's not let's not fail to mention, you know, we know knowing the Dallas Cowboys and what they built this 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 current genre of the Dallas Cowboys was built off this offensive line. So let's not forget Tyrone Smith is another year older. You know, you lost Connor Williams, you lose Lyle Collins. You know, the offensive line, you know, we saw with the Dak injury, it's going to be big, you know, Zeke is is, is is a great running back, but he's another year older as well. How much of the offensive line is going to help Zeke? You know, the money, the money issues, long term, I just think the Cowboys, I think your year was last year, and you guys fumbled the bag. Uh, last year. The division is getting better. and We're, we're definitely going to break that down. I think you guys fumbled the bag. Uh, just like all great empires, they almost must fall. So. Um, <laughs> What's your prediction? Uh, not, ten wins. Nine, ten wins, bro. Uh, I'm being honest with you. Nine, ten wins. NFC East champs? No. It's gonna no. Be, it's going to be
3: tough. It's going to be a lot Chang- tougher this year. I can't wait to see where the next teams are.
1: Change, change, change another guard, man. Uh, change another guard. It's it's going to be tough for you guys. I think the, I think that Martin well. Cooper loss is going to really show its head. It's it's, it's going to really put more pressure on Dak Prescott. Yes, Dak Prescott has can't come into the league and lit it up and it's putting up big numbers. But in the crunch time, he 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 wants to slide. So. Just like that, the Cowboys will slide into uh, irrelevancy. Man, it's delirious. Well, like that, it's <laughs> a <laughs> lot
2: of talk what here from the last... Eagles side. Your boys see each other week 16 and yeah. 6. So yeah. um, I guess what the Eagles trying to say, they're going to fly by the Cowboys yeah. as the Eagles fly to the first is what I'm trying to hear from here. They say change are yeah. the car. So let's the car, talk man. about your Eagles, man. You let's talk about yeah. it. It's been a lot of off-season moves. <laughs> Hey, like, like you must, I can tell you guys, I mean, hey. we heard the whole JV Sports. Hey, it was love y'all's support. We want to personally apologize for this man wanting every while i ever <laughs> in the market throughout
1: hey, this offseason. Hey, how he got his boy? boy. How we he he heard? heard He got he his support. So talk how to us, man. Talk to us, man. I mean, you started at the top. <coughs> and coming out with the black helmets this year. So shout out to <laughs> Shout out for that decision with the black helmets this year. But uh, I, I mentioned changing of the guard. But honestly, I mean, let's be real. With all disrespect, has the Cowboys been relevant anyway, like altogether? Like with all disrespect. Yeah, with all <laughs> disrespect. Have the Cowboys ever been like, yeah, they win in division, but then they get booted the first round of playoffs. We are playoff in home. this decade, we've won a Super Bowl. So actually we should be the top of the you know, top of the talk. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. We're talking about 2022, 2023, Philadelphia Eagles, man. I, I you'll be delirious if you tell me that there's any other team that upgraded their roster more than the Philadelphia Eagles have upgraded their roster this year. I mean, you you are sleeping under a rock if you're gonna to disagree today. I mean you're talking about you hit it on nail on the head. I've been clamoring for wide receiver all offseason. And I mean, what is how we do? He brings in a 24-year-old stud wide receiver AJ Brown comes over from Tennessee Titans. Uh I mean, does it doesn't get better than that? I mean, I think automatically automatically off-rip, I mean, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith make one of the best young wide receiver duels in the league. I mean, I, 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 I don't think anybody could disagree with that. Um, you know, let's see, uh, year two of starter Jalen Hurts. Let's see what year two starter Jalen Hurts. Remember, year, year one, he was a rookie behind Carson Wentz. Year two was, was what we saw last year it was a good, great improvement, but still needs some work to do. So now he gets another weapon that he hasn't had in A.J. Brown, Monte Smith, year two. Uh, first one, wide receiver we uh, addressed last year. And I mean, and, and the upgrades get better. Second round of the draft this year, uh, Cam Jurgens, a big offensive line addition on the offensive end. And we switched to the defense. This is where I think we made the biggest adjustments, the biggest upgrades this whole offseason. I mean, starting with the draft, I start with the young guys. Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia, big body boy. Probably the, the dictionary, the big body boy is is Jordan Davis. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's, what, 6'5", over 330, 340 pounds. He's going to clog up the middle of the hole, super athletic, run a 4'9", something in the 40. I mean, the guys that side do run that fast. And I think he's going to be a road grader. He's going to be able to get to the quarterback, clog up lanes, stop the Eagles, uh, excuse me, stop the Cowboys in their running game and, and the Giants in their running game in the middle, being able to get after quarterbacks. And another trend that we've seen in the NFL and the offense has been with quarterbacks and wide receivers that went to the same school. Maybe the Eagles have found something with defensive linemen, middle middle of the line, D linemen, and linebackers. How in the world did N'Kobe Dean fall to the Philadelphia Eagles in the third round of the NFL draft? I mean, how does N'Kobe Dean, one of the greatest, you know, middle linebackers for for, for these Georgia Bulldogs— uh, falls to us in, in, in the third round. I'm still, boggles my mind how that happened, but they have the chemistry there. That's um,
2: the greatest steal the draft, in my I it. It was. It was, it was still Y'all got the greatest steal to yeah,
1: draft, I Moppy. Dean, Jordan Davis, uh, the two rookies coming in, bringing some firepower, bringing some speed, some athleticism, some strength, and I mean, I mean to match that up with some free agents, big free agents additions. I mean, we you know we have Darius Slay on the outside, the cornerback. Avante Maddox is an up and coming, under the radar, uh, slot wide cornerback. Uh, excuse me. And thank you to the G men for you know having to make some frosted cuts and financial issues. James Bradbury, another one, number one corner in this league, formerly of the New York Giants, comes over and signs a one year, uh, ten million dollar, ten million dollar deal with the, with the Eagles. I mean. The upgrades, it, it kind of scares me because I'm getting dream team vibes, you know, from years ago with Vince Young and, 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 and all that. But you cannot tell me that this team is not upgraded with the names I've uh, I mentioned. Also, another upgrade from, from the Niners, uh, Jaquiski Tart comes over as a safety um, to, to lock down the safety position of the, the battle. Of this trainer camp is going to be in the safety position and then that fourth wide receiver spot. Uh, and with the addition of Hassan Reddick coming over from Carolina Panthers on the outside uh, edge rusher, big addition. Temple boy, another Philly, Philadelphia native, coming into that defense. Defense upgraded across the board.
2: You know, a lot of people don't realize. I mean, I was always been a fan of Darius yeah. Slate from Detroit days. And um, when y'all picked him up, uh, he really showed last year. You know, he had the lowers passer, rating allowed a single coverage at 19.7%. A mm-hmm. lot of people talk about that. He really put up a top five yeah. quarterback season. So if he can maintain that with those additions, it does make your defense interesting. I will give you that.
1: Yeah. I, 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 the, the combination of Darius Slay and James Bradbury, I mean, you're talking about two cornerbacks on either side of the field who can be number one quarterbacks across the league, and we got them both on, on one defense. Uh, you, you mentioned Darius Slay. He got snubbed from... I believe those pro football focus didn't have him in the top 10 cornerbacks for last year, which no. is mind-boggling to me. Um, but to that, to that point, another addition that we mentioned with the Cowboys is we have the number one rated offensive line in this division and in this league. Uh, the offensive line is there. I, like I mentioned all last year, it's really going to come down to Jalen Hurts. The, 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 the upgrade at, across the board to the team, to the, uh, to the wide receiver position, should – in fold, say, uh, uh, upgrade to Jalen Hurts' production. And and he should be able to take this team, this Philadelphia Eagles team, to 12 wins minimum. I- I'm on a 12 win, 12 and 5, 13. I mean, the schedule is there as well. That's another thing that's unwritten is the schedule. I don't like to get too involved with the schedule talk because, you know, we don't really know who's going to be good or not. But the schedule looks good. The division looks good. The team looks good. So.
0: I'll, I'll I mean, I think you said it. it. It hurts you guys' trust for sure. Um, mm-hmm. 3,100 yards is not going to get it done. Uh, he's definitely got to mm-hmm. improve from that. And, and another thing is you, you call A.J. a stud receiver, but what has he really done? He's barely scraped 1,000 yards in, in any of his first three
1: seasons. I mean, I, you know. But he did I, I have 1,000 yards, correct? Just barely. Just two barely. years of 1,000 yards, not, not to mention there's two teams in the league Philadelphia Eagles and the Tennessee Titans, who are the most run heavy offenses in the league and to go a thousand yards, getting the targets. I mean, if you compare A.J. Brown's targets to Amari Cooper, or, you know, his targets, it's going to be night and day. Yes, I, I, I do. I, I do hear what you're saying. But my argument to that is, you know, he's going from one run heavy team to another run heavy team. At the end of the day, we had nobody on our roster even sniffing close to what A.J. Brown can do for you. And what he's already done in the league, so.
0: but but the thing is, you know, a thousand yards, and and last year it should have been way more than that because Derrick Henry didn't even play. Mm-hmm. So so why didn't he prove it last year? Why? Because he was hurt, right? Another yeah. another injury prone wide receiver to the Eagles. Hey man, good luck with that. I mean, I hope he improves. Uh, you know, uh, Jalen hurts thirty one hundred yards because mm-hmm. that's that's not going to get it
2: done as a starting quarterback in this league. So, Cowboy, talk to
0: him. I agree. I
3: agree. Um, A.J. Brown, 6'1", 225. I mean, he's not the biggest guy, right? Um, I mean, you got your other boy over there. He's, he's another small receiver. I mean, they're not just just sizing up on cornerbacks. I mean, they're not just running past them either. Um, you guys are 29th last year in passing. 29th last year in passing, that is the bottom of the barrel. That is trash. Um, and I don't think A.J. Brown improves that to put you guys in the top 15. Um, so I, I still think you're in the, the bottom half of passing um, in the NFL. I think that your defense was good. Uh, you, like you said, you're traditionally based running team. You're seventh in rushing. Um, can you do that again? I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, you're a front runner from for the NFC East under my Cowboys. So, yeah, yeah, you might be a wild card um, if you win, you know, 10 games. You might be a wild card. I, I agree with you there, but... <laughs> Is that your prediction,
0: Jarvis? Eagles, 10 games? Yeah, I can see 10 or 7.
1: We had, we had nine, nine wins last year I mean, with the upgrades we made. I mean, we wasn't even supposed to be a nine wins last year. But Let's be honest. We weren't supposed to make the playoffs, and we did. Nine wins last year, upgrades across the board, especially on defense. I mean... I, I think 10 is
0: laughable, but, I mean. I mean, but but we also mentioned that the division was kind of vulnerable last year. The second half of the season, the Giants tanked. um, And the Commanders, you know, they they weren't,
2: you know, they were. Had some injuries. Yeah, they had injuries and they were led by Taylor Hennigy. So, Um, the one thing I would agree with, both the Giant and Cowboy fan, you know. Yes, there's great additions, but I honestly I think it looks better on paper, and I'm interested to see how it transitions to the field. That's I true. honestly still think Dallas Godot is going to be the biggest weapon on your office. Absolutely, I mean, the
1: size of wide receivers, Dallas yeah, Godot
2: is, is. Yeah, to me, that's the biggest weapon in your yeah. office. I mean, even with the, I don't think Jalen Hurts can like some quarterbacks in the league can can support two 1,000 yard receivers. I don't think he can. And um, in my opinion, I think a lot's going to yeah. be done on his legs, and I think the one thing which I need to see for the Eagles to do. I need somebody in that backfield to step up and take over. That's what I'm Miles saying. Too. this to me, is yeah. a bust. I don't think he's the guy. Miles believe I I you know, yeah. I like Kenny Gainwell, but I, to me, he's got great hands. Uh, he's not yeah. more of a, you know, in-between yeah. of running back. Yeah, I did pick up an interesting undrafted free agent I got my eye on Kenny Brooks. That's so true. that's something um, from out of Oklahoma, three 1,000-yard seasons. Who's next? Nice. I so, don't
1: know how he went undrafted, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, and I agree to a certain point, like similar to, you know, the, the 49ers in, in a sense where we're not. Yes, we were the number one wrestling team in the league uh, from, I believe it's like week six on it. And that was it was a running back com- by committee. You know, it's a three-headed rotation with, with Miles Sanders. Hurts put a lot of yards in the ground. Yeah, I mean, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, you know, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell. Uh, and, and I think you're going to see the same, you know. Like I mentioned, the offensive line is there. You know, the, the best offensive line in the NFL is in Philadelphia. I, I do agree with the, the the Miles Sanders. It's time to step up or, or shut up. You know, shut it's time up. to, you know, step up or he's going to be out the door next year. Yeah. But I think with the rotation and, and what Jalen Hurts is able to do and and, and – you know, Jarvis can speak on it having a mobile Dak Prescott is, and even uh, Daniel Jones being mobile. He he kind of with the RPO offense, this new you know wave of offense that we're seeing in the league with the RPOs and having mobile quarterbacks. He's going to open things up for a little bit more. You know, Miles has been pegged with injuries for the last couple of years, but yes, they'll see us another step up Miles or somebody step up. Well, it, might, it could be Kennedy Brooks. I mean, uh, he's in name to look out for in training camp battles. But uh, uh I. I I hear you guys on the AJ Brown. Um I am just gonna go out and say he's the best wide receiver in this division. CeeDee Lamb really hasn't shown me anything. Uh splashes we've seen, but nothing really that you can you can sink your teeth into. Uh, give me the give me the Pro Bowler and AJ Brown. Um
2: If it all clicks, I will say this. If you have dynasties the fantasy, J Brown's could be the QB one of this club this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean we we'll say that. Yeah, of possibly, corners, I mean, he's he's a Heisman, yeah. he's a Heisman
1: yeah. finalist coming out With of all Oklahoma. Clicks. <laughs> you know, yeah, the accuracy is off every now and then. But, I mean, what is that not to like, man? He's a leader. I He's to. a leader and a winner.
2: See, I told you that Hurst was going to take over for once. Right when you draft him. Speaking of once, man, let's go ahead. You know, he done had some changes. He was at the Colts. And now he's at the next team division we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. The Washington... Commanders. Commanders now? Well, at least they got a they, team name. They got a team name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the choice, whatever. It's political, I guess. But 7-10 yeah. and last year, you know, like you said, they were led by Henneke earlier. Still don't think that's the answer for that football team, right? You know, they had an interesting draft, which I, I kind of give it to them. They, they, they made some great picks. You know, I think they the future at quarterback, in my personal thing, is Sam Howell who they actually took in uh, the fifth round at pick 144. Yeah, I, I like I like Sam Howell a lot. Actually, I, I think he's definitely
0: um, their future, uh, for sure. Uh, Carson Wentz is just a band-aid. He's just there for one year. Um, I, that's why, personally, I don't expect too much out of these Washington commanders this season, um, you know, uh, obviously, we've spoke on you know the the cowboys and and the Eagles probably being at, you know fighting for the top of the divisions, and you know I'm not going to get into my giants just yet, but uh I do think that the Giants have a better record than the commanders this season I think they're at the bottom at this point in time i, I don't I don't quite trust carson wentz uh and you know he's like i said he's just a bandaid
1: aid I agree across the board I mean being you know Carson wentz was my quarterback i i I believed in him for for years and He's just let, let us down And I agree He's a band-aid I, I do like Sam Howe But the biggest uh, addition for me uh, For these Washington commanders Is it's gonna come on the other side of the boards Getting that boy Chase Young Back in the ball Getting yeah. the predator Back on the field and and, and and man That defensive line That defense is great mm-hmm. I mean that defense is great when They're healthy, healthy. Yeah, that, de- that defense is going is going to be scary when when Chase Young is back healthy in uh, in the helm uh, alongside uh, DeRon Payne and Jonathan Allen, the Alabama boys in the middle. I can't say this about the Washington Commanders is I do I do appreciate good tenured coaching and, and Ron Rivera gives you that good tenured you know been around the been in the league for a while. hard nosed coach. He's defensive minded coach. He's going to be able to scrap to, together this team. This team, if Carson Wentz can, can, can just not do too much, you know, Terry McLaurin got the bag this offseason. Yep. In the first round. Big signing. Uh, in, in the first round of the NFL draft, you take Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. Love that team. Um, there, there's, there's some weapons here. You know, Antonio Gibson's a name that we all like um, behind, you know, in the backfield. This team, this team could be sneaky good. I like the, I like the young
0: boy uh, Brian Robinson they got in the draft as well. Um, they've already said that he's going to be getting goal line work uh, ahead of Antonio Gibson at this point in time. So it looks like they're going to a, a nice running back committee. Uh, they do have a couple weapons on the outside. I, I just literally think that you know the, the only problem they have is their band aid for right now. Um,
1: it, it, it kind of reminds me. I mentioned Rob Rivera. It kind of reminds me, you know, with 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 uh, Antonio Gibson, and now you mentioned Brian Robinson. It kind of gives me that D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart vibes from years ago in, in Carolina. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I'm going to, hey, don't sleep on Washington. That Washington is a good team. That defense can take you a long way. They, they can mess up some squad Sundays. I would agree. Absolutely.
3: Man, y'all tripping. <laughs> man, y'all tripping. Washington's trash. Um, man, Chase Young definitely needs to get back on the field um Terry McLaurin's an animal but I mean that's it man dude they're over under seven wins seven wins man like I don't see them getting more than seven wins um in the NFC East they're gonna lose twice to the Cowboys they're gonna lose twice to the Giants I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like but that's four losses right there I don't I, I don't even see them being competitive in the NFC East Jay Dino saying that the Giants may have a better record than them
0: Ah, I like that prediction. I mean, I like the under 7-2, personally. I don't believe in these commanders at all. Yeah, I don't either.
1: Wow. Well, I think the defense could take him a long way. I, like, I, like I mentioned, it's really going to come down to Carson Wentz not doing too much. I mean, if he's able to just hand the ball off and not turn the ball over, he can hand the ball off, but still, he's still struggling with turning the ball over and staying
0: on the field. Last year, Indy had a great defense as well. Last year, he handed the ball off to the best running back in football. And they still only managed 10 wins. And he fumbled that bag at the very end of the season. I don't trust in Carson Wentz at all. Jaguars was
3: Had the playoffs locked up and blew it. Blew it
2: and saying, I'm just going to stay away from that bet because they just might end at seven weeks. (laughs) But but I do feel like you can't never sleep on division games. You know what I'm saying? They could mess up any one of y'all squads Sunday, Thursday, or Monday night, whenever the heck y'all play. (laughs) It could happen. You know, division games is something you don't sleep on because one thing that's a fact when it comes to this league or any league, you sometimes play down to the level of your competition. So if you do that, you can get yourself caught I'm going to tell you one thing.
0: Their representative didn't even show up today. All right? So they, they don't have much faith in them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who owns Commander's gear? I bet everyone still has a Redskins gear.
2: It's probably a fact. You know, I want, I want to sit here, though. You know, obviously, Jay Dino, you had to hear a lot of talk about the East. You're sitting up in the Kobe corner. And you heard the Cowboys talk all this noise. Is it the Kobe corner? Yeah, we we transitioned. <laughs> we got a Giants slash Kobe section today. So you got that blues all set up. there. You had to hear the Eagles, man. The Eagles went on for a minute by them Eagles, by not even respecting your team. You were at the bottom last year, 4-13. I don't think the boys or the Eagles have no respect for your team. Y'all had <sighs> a tremendous draft, man. What do you see your boys at this year? Talk to them. Talk I mean, to. obviously we travel well. We travel well. <laughs> Blue
0: goes everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, four and thirteen. But you know, we we revamped the entire top. You know, we, we started at the top, and, and it's actually you know a lot of the stuff behind the scenes. You know, just like the man behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they that's what we needed to revamp was the GM, which we did. Bringing Joe Sean from the Buffalo Bills. Right. Uh, Assistant GM, uh, Brandon Brown, uh, which was the director of uh, personnel for those Eagles. So um, we bring in Brian Dabble as our coach. Uh, All huge upgrades. Obviously, he was the offensive coordinator of the the Buffalo Bills. We've seen what the Buffalo Bills can do uh, with Josh Allen and a mobile quarterback. I'm not saying Daniel Jones is on the level of Josh Allen at all. What I'm saying is these upgrades behind the scenes, is, is, you know, what gives me faith as a Giants fan that, that we're, we're making moves in the proper direction. Um, obviously we, we go into the draft, um, and, and we, we bang it out. Obviously the first round, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, you know, with the number five pick. Then the number seven pick, Evan Neal, huge road grade. You mentioned the road grade. Mm-hmm. That's what we needed for Saquon Barkley for years now. And what do we get him? We get him. I mean, he's in love with him. Saquon personally is already in love with Evan Neal. There's, he's apparently following right behind him everywhere they go in camp. And I know uh, Big J mentioned us uh, losing James Bradbury, but I'm actually a really big fan of uh, Cordell Flat that we got in the third round of, of the draft as well. So uh, looking, looking for him to take over that position. Um and, and at the end of the day, we just weren't healthy last year. Last year, 4-13, and 13, we got four of our wins, I believe, within the first 10 games of the season. We we tanked the second half of the season. Now, uh, I mentioned a lot of injuries, right? You know, Daniel Jones and Barkley, they only combined for seven games together. And, and in those seven games, I, I think they went three and four. Daniel Jones went four and six in his games that he started. So, at the end of the day, it, it's... You know, I'm looking at us having right around a five hundred record again this year. Um, do I think we compete for the division? No, I, I don't. Um, you know, I, I trash talk and I say that we're gonna see those Cowboys down there. But in reality, to double our wins and, and make us an eight and nine team, I would be happy as a Giants fan. Um, any anything more than that is is a successful season for me. So I mean, at this point in time Last season is in the past, and I'm looking forward to a, a better season than the Commanders, at least this season. At least, and, and I definitely think we can compete with these Cowboys and Eagles and any other team uh, in the league on, on any given Sunday now. Now that we have all our weapons healthy again, and, and we got the right personnel and you know, behind the scenes.
3: Daniel Jones in a contract year, right? Um, so I think he has to produce. I think that's huge. Um, you know how players play in contract years. So I think that's that's an upside. Um, you guys have done a great job rebuilding your team. Great job. Uh, Evan Neal like you said, uh, Thibodeau, those are great picks. I mean you I mean how many first round draft picks have you have?
0: Those those yeah. were too, but
3: we, we hit Thibodeau, home runs on them.
2: Right yeah, awesome
0: um
3: but yeah, like that that was huge. Um I think th- I think the Giants improved significantly and I, I like the realism saying that, you know, you're not going to compete for the NFC East. Um, so I'm glad you you re- respect that and realize that. i
0: that's say like we'll be right below, five, right around 500. So we're going to give you trouble every week, I think.
3: We take the small things, right? We take improvement, bought in a new running back, um, got rid of Devontae Booker. So I think that, I mean, you guys are on the up and up. Um, I respect what you guys are doing, your front office is doing. Um, and I think there's greener pastures ahead for the Giants. It's hard for me to say that. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I will say this: you mentioned the, the, the adjustments with the coaching staff and the new GM. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing Brian Devil it was a big upgrade from the slew of coaches you guys had since uh, Tom Coughlin days. Um, and, and, and with the Daniel Jones talk, you know, if there's somebody in the league that you can kind of say has tools that Josh Allen possesses, maybe not as Alito as Josh Allen's shoes, but ability to run the ball, you know, strong arm. We'll see about the accuracy. And that was all talks about Josh Allen when he came into the league is Daniel Jones. You know, is Brian Devil able to, you know, mold Daniel Jones into a Josh Allen-esque quarterback? I don't think so. I just, I just don't think he has that. I think he reached on him in the draft when you took him. Uh, but you mentioned the weapons. There is a weapon on the offensive side of the ball outside of Saquon Barkley, who I think we all can agree is. When healthy, probably the most lethal running back in the league, doing it pass catching, and around the ball. But another player who, you know, word is that you know, once he if he gets his head right, that could make some noise and could be the Stephon Diggs of this offense is Kadarius Tony, wide receiver they took from uh Florida Gators. We got a Gator in the house, so Kadarius Tony, uh, I, I'm interested in him. I'm interested in seeing where his head at. Is he is his head on straight to be a number one wide receiver in the league? You know you. you you took a chance in the second round with uh, Wondell Robinson out of Kentucky a little smaller little you know 5'8 175 fast. pound fast speed wide receiver but a little smaller not necessarily a number one I think Darius Tony. yes he is smaller he's not typical pro typical size as a wide receiver but I think he can give you a Stephon Diggs S play style big play down the field run uh, run slot routes uh we'll see what a healthy Kenny Galladay can do uh on the outside as well. There's weapons in place. You didn't mention the weapons. The weapons are in place. The offensive line is going to be young. Defense is going to be young. There's a lot of pressure on Daniel Jones. And and, and I agree with Jarvis. And and you saying, and being a realist saying, hey, we may not compete with the top of the division, but like Jay Money's been saying, this whole show is divisional games. Hey, It's any given Sunday. So uh, I will say that about the Giants. Um, But, Five, five to six, five to six wins uh, looks realistic. Got to control the uh, turnovers with Daniel Jones. I mean, he led the league in fumbles for multiple years. I, I think it was.
2: So uh, I'll say this: the team team can definitely creep up and have the talent to be five hundred team. Um, Love the additions of the draft. Y'all had a heck of a draft, man. And the person that I see consistently growing every year defensively is your uh, safety uh, Xavier McKinney. The mm-hmm. Kid's nice. That's something to look out for. Um, Wanda, I think he uh, he uh, stayed. They uh, sized him up wrong. More like on the five eleven side. And the dude is speed, speedy, yeah. speedy. I think they took him an event that Tony does not get his act right. He could do it. I mean, the dude's played running back as well, mm-hmm. similar of a Tyreek type mm-hmm. collegiate. Mm-hmm. Uh, a career almost That yeah. what Wandell has had So I do like that pick for y'all But to be honest Even though your team has the time to be A, a 500 team I almost would want to see your team In case Daniel Jones does not Develop and become mm-hmm. What he should be That you end up with another Top five, six pick, yeah. so you can move up and get your QB of the future
0: in the next year's class. Well, I think I think they they also had you know opportunities to get you know quarterbacks in the draft this year, you know, to to back him up. But I I think they are having full faith in Daniel Jones and him having a new offense coordinator. Him having all, like you guys mentioned, he's got weapons. I love Kadarius Tony. Um, you know, Kenny Galladay, he's got, he's got his big receiver. He's got his fast receiver on Wondell Robinson. We, still, we, we re-signed Sterling Shepard. That's his possession receiver. You know, so, I mean, Matt Breda in the backfield behind Saquon has always been a reliable backup. We know he can't be a three-down back. We need to split the carries is what we need to do um, at this point in time and, and just play it smart. Jarvis hit on it, man. Daniel Jones is in a contract year with all his
1: weapons. I don't see why we can't snip eight, nine wins. But I guess the question is, do you want that? Do you want eight to nine wins, pick in the middle of the first round, and let's say Daniel Jones is not the guy, and then now you're out of position to get the guy? I mean, if we double
0: our wins from last year and get eight to nine wins and Daniel Jones has a a better season, a more productive season, then I don't see why he can't be the quarterback of the future. Like you said, like Jarvis hit on it. This is a proving year for him, and he's got to do it. He's an animal,
3: Um, but like you said, he has to keep his head on straight. Uh, he's shown that he he's shown last year that he, I mean, the flashes that he's had, um, <laughs> it's just undeniable. Like it's, it's Tyreek Hill-esque. <laughs> like he's, he's fast. He's, he's that, he's that dude.
2: Some Gators, man. I don't know. They, yeah, yeah. the Gators have issues keeping their head straight when they come into the league, man.
3: <laughs> hey man, Charlemagne said it best, man. The craziest people are from the Bronx and all of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the one thing i like to see for the Giants though is, uh, you know, I I almost I don't put him in the same class as Sanders, but I still put him in the category where, where you know we need to see Barkley fully healthy, because mm-hmm. um, it, it's either you 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 stay healthy, you stay on the field, you put up those numbers before you guys find yourself in a contract that the boys have been in mm-hmm. with Z and try to extend and try to give him an extension and everything else like so about ten state running backs not being able to stay healthy. <laughs> stay healthy <honestly. laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to say this. I, I hope for the Giants' sake, I mean, you being a fan, you're going to want the team to be great, uh, of course. So I think we all want our team to be great. But the realistic outp- outlook for me personally would be stay the course. Don't don't reach. Don't try to do too much. Stay the course. Keep building. Like you guys, you, you hit the first round out of the park with the two additions of, 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 of Thibodeau and Neal. Stay the course. You know, don't pay Barkley. Y- y- your team is not ready to pay Barkley. Keep building, do the draft, do free agency, and, and put uh, a respectable product out there for the years to come. Not just try to go all in on this year just to be good. And then you're paying Daniel Jones, you're paying Barkley, and then you're looking, you know, your salary cap situation is, is looking out of out, of, out of the loop. So stay the course. And I think with the, the additions to the, the, the front office, I think that's where the Giants are gonna be headed. Uh, it's unfortunate that you guys are probably the worst team in that stadium. <laughs> Because um, the other team in New York is uh, looking pretty good, but uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. um, it's uh, Jersey Jets.
1: Yeah, Jersey <laughs> Jets.
3: <laughs> you say don't pay Barkley. What's Barkley's value? Like, do you think there's value? I, I mean, would they even contemplate trading Barkley?
0: Well, one thing I will say is there there was rumors about us possibly moving him, but I think the most value we were getting is is a fourth round pick for him, and I mean. To be honest with you, I'm glad we kept him. I'd rather take you know, a good year of Saquon Barkley than uh, or, or years to come, you know, depending how this year goes. I mean, I can't say I'm on board big uh, with Big J completely. Uh, I want to see what Barkley has this year as well. I believe not only Daniel Jones, but I think Saquon is in a proving year as well. So um, absolutely. You don't pay running backs, man.
1: Get him up. Get them up.
3: He pulled a plug quick on
1: Saquon, man. I, I just no. I'm just saying, not not the talent of Saquon Barkley. It's just the talent mixed with the team. It's not like when 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 you guys paid Z, you guys had the offensive line locked in, the quarterback was locked in, the defense was was up getting upgraded. Things around the running back position were there. The Giants are still building. I think they're still in the building phase, and addressing the running back position seems kind of obsolete to me. You know, keep building around the. You know that position and then plug and play a running back similar to what the Cowboys did when you had the best offensive line in the league and then bam plug and play Zeke and had one of the best seasons of, of you know the past 30 years.
2: The lifespan of a running back is short so yeah, yeah sure. I, I give what you think. And I can see both sides here though you know I can see as a fan where you know you you know some, someone like Barkley like nah let's keep him let's try to yeah. keep building on our squad let's try to keep keep you know climbing up from where we at last year but, you know, I also agree with what you're saying with a long-term perspective. Like, uh, you know, if you could find yourself in Bryce Young or something of that nature next year and you got your future, mm-hmm. QB, that yeah, you don't have to forget. You know, I'll take Bryce yeah. coming out of the league over Dan Jones, but right. I'm not saying Daniel Jones is washed up and done. I think the talent's there if he gets coached up properly and he could become mm-hmm. something. Um, you know, a lot of people don't give him enough credit for how he's mobile and can run. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't give him that much credit on that aspect, but... I do think the Giants have some more efforts to go, um, and uh, if I if you guys end up because the way I see y'all next year going to the draft, similar we'll see how it play out for the Nines this year with trade, but similar how we kind of sold two future firsts to get our quarterback, and if he ends up being our quarterback, and if Bryce ends up being your quarterback, it kind of be one of those scenarios. But it's easy to do that when you're in that. Top 10 position yeah, versus yeah. middle yeah. to late round position. You know? We'll just have to see how yeah, the end yeah, of this season yeah.
0: unfolds. Uh, we got the Cowboys week three, but we don't see the Commanders or or the uh, the Eagles until the end of the season. So uh, those division games are late. Uh, I guess we'll see how the
2: the, the start of the season goes. Let's see how it kicks off. I think this is the year, though, the NFC East needs to demand some respect. Yeah. It's always like, you guys have gone to the playoffs. Under 500 with a team before. Enough of that. Let's see the change in the ties in the NFC East. Let's hey, see them come back up. We said that's what I want to see.
0: It's, it's last but not least, the NFC East. It's the last division we're covering, mm-hmm. but it's Good. definitely not the worst division in this league. That's for sure. It's, this is a competitive division. You guys got to watch out. Last but not least, NFC East. That's the East for you. All right, gentlemen. Well, that's all the time we got for today, man. Uh, appreciate my man, Jay Money, holding down
2: that whole spot. So sure. That's I the MVP you. spot, you know. Hey, man, look, salute to you. Take my hat off for you running this every week. Week on, week <laughs> off. Stayed in the cut and the solo dolo. Shout out to you, big dog.
0: Appreciate you letting me hold down the spot this week. For sure, for sure. And my man, Big Jay, in the star
1: center spot, holding it down for them Eagles. Yes, sir, Hey, it's, it's all be, love man it's, be, it's all love man hey this is the nfc east man this it, is yeah, what it is uh this is what it is man it, it's the biggest rivalries right here i mean the cowboys and washington rivalries cowboys and eagles rivalries eagles and giants rivalries. it's rivalries it. across the board man probably the most i'm i'm, I'm going to let me say it. this is the division with the most long-tenured ro- 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 rivalries man Facts. So facts. it's all love at the end of the day i mean so love and my man Jarvis Pulling it down from the Zoom. Appreciate, yeah, you man, much
3: love to y'all. Appreciate yeah. y'all. Um, one week away from the Hall of Fame game, so I mean we're right around the oh, corner. Hey, we're right we're back. About, and about to get go. this thing
0: going. About to crank this thing up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir <laughs> about to crank it up. And also, we're gonna be cranking up that 16 team uh, fantasy redraft league in this JV Sports Room. Obviously, like I said, if you want to get in on that league, make sure you like, subscribe, and. Put in Fantasy League in the comments. You get to co-own the team with the man behind the scenes. Here. And obviously, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you check us out at SportJB.com. Support the merch, JDNO407 for savings. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. Mash that button on YouTube. And if you want to support the show, cash app us at dollar sign JB sportsroom and as usual we got a quote for you guys from legendary 90s cowboys coach jimmy johnson do you want to be safe and good or do you want to take a chance and be great thank you guys for watching